Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hope this is the right track. It is. Okay, here we go. Some are drinking endless rosé. How are these fuckers not all in AA? Pretty people with booming careers. Lover boy, enough to last seven years. Hamptons clubs don't activate hubs in the out of the summer house. Oh, well, oh, well, oh, well. Tell me more, tell me more. Will they take Hannah's calls? Can we see Carl's three balls? I'm 28! I'm 28! <laughs> 28! This is why last week's episode was a real snooze. She's going to get them radke babies. There was no Lindsay. There was no Lindsay. There's no We hugs, didn't get y'all. a lot of Lindsay this episode either. No. No. Um, I th- and last week's episode should have been really good because it was the bondage episode. Bondage. It, bondage. You know, I actually, I never really do, but y'all, we watched this on... Sl- this is Summer House. This is Summer House, everybody. This is Reality Gaze. We're talking about Summer House, season six, episode seven. One basket, too many eggs. This is, <laughs> that's Poodle's 20s. <laughs> oh, God. That's Poodle's 20s. So many eggs. So many eggs. So many eggs. This, um... In my basket. I never watch what, watch what crappens. Watch what happens live. Whatever. Um, yes, watch what crappens, our friends. Watch what happens live. I never watch it, but yeah. L- Lindsay and Carl were on this episode. They were. So I watched it all. Yeah. I don't know if you did as well. I can't handle Andy Cohen for very long. She was very entertaining. So she always he. is. And I've decided if they're faking this relationship, then they both should get an Oscar. I That's believe what it. People have said, I, 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 I believe it. I need to watch it. I believe um, it. And it, it does make sense because Lindsay, Lindsay has dated so many of her friends. Yes. They and, talk about that because yeah. Everett was on this show, and they talk about that. Yeah, and they Boy, that was about, a blast from the past. We saw Everett. I was like, "Wow!" And they talk about other people that they've dated on Watch uh, on uh, Watch What Happens yeah. Live. I believe it now. I'm all in. I, I want really, to have those Radke babies with twenty eight year old eggs. I would really like. He's not ready to have kids, though. No, is he related to the? Um, the Christopher Rad- Radke. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's spelled different, though, isn't it? 
What was Jackie Onassis? That is middle? so gay. That's true. Where I went, Christopher Radke. Christopher Radke. This is actually gayer. What was Jackie Onassis, her sister's name? I read that book. I don't know. Oh. Her sister was a Radke? I think they were. He's from Pennsylvania, though. Jackie Onassis' sister. She was, um, no, the Radswell. Not even close. Not even close. Not even close. <laughs> But Radke is Christopher Radke, isn't his name? Uh, Look up Christopher Radke. I think actually you are right, Christopher. Christopher Radko. 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 Y'all, that is a queen. That is a queen. (laughs) That is a queen. He's like a. He was really popular whenever. Oh, what was Yo, that? Come at us if you've got Christopher Radko ornaments. Christopher Radko. That's when he. Uh, what? What was that decor? Uh, he was a decorator named Christopher. Christopher Lowell. Remember him? Oh yeah, he oh, was huge. Y'all, that queen was the one of the first mainstream gay decorators. He was. I remember watching him. When I was young and saying, "I should like him because something about <laughs> him is like me." Maybe it's because we both don't like polka dots. That wasn't no, it. That was that's right. He he he, he won a daytime Emmy. I'm looking. In wow, two, that was 2000. What's he doing now? Uh, what he's doing now is tearing me apart. I don't know what he's doing now. We Y'all, should never have access to the internet. I like when you look on the Wikipedia on the personal life. The first thing it says: Low is gay. <laughs> <laughs> But he says on his blog, <laughs> he is gay. One of the very you first can see men, it from space. He is the one of the very first gay men ever to host a national daytime talk show. That's I think nuts. That is true. Maybe him, him or Jim J. Bullock. I don't think Jim J. Bullock was out. He at was the time. An out at the time. No, not no, like no, it no. would be a secret to anyone. But uh, no, I think he wrote a book called "Masking the Truth." I don't know. Can we move on? He had a series in 28 <laughs> on the Fine Living Channel called Work That Room. There's a Fine Living Channel? I don't know if it's available anymore. It sounds like it's... Christopher Lowell, come at us. <laughs> what you doing? What you doing? I think he had some stuff at Kmart. Are there any Kmart? We need to move on. We need to move on. We need to move on. Y'all, we need to talk about this episode. Good parts and then blah parts, but better episode than last week. Yeah, I, I think so. I... It's we've gotten to the point of Summer House when we feel like we have to in this season in general has there's not a lot of big news and developments between the I'm pockets. You, the drama happens with the people outside the house. Yeah. These people in the house either get along or they don't really have relationships and hang out with each right. other. But I'm I'm talking about more the fact that the mostly the four women in the house, younger women, um, well, and plus Danielle, um, needed to talk about Amanda and Kyle's relationship and needed to have a meeting about it mm-hmm. and needed to tell her. Yeah. Um, what do you think about that? I, I wrote, I think they're good friends. I do. And now I would have done it in the city, I would yeah. not have done it at there, but I do think. Especially Paige. Paige is in yeah. her wedding. Paige and Amanda are good friends. What, what do you think was their, what was their, um, what was their goal? Um, I, tr- I, I think their goal was to 
I think Paige was very authentic and honest. That's why I think right. it was a good conversation. I think I think I don't know about everybody else. Okay, that's maybe I, I'm on, Paige. What Paige was the clearest about her yeah. intention, and her intention truly was: I just want you to be happy. Are you happy right. to do this? Because as Paige said. Once you get that paper, people think problems go away, no, and that doesn't change. I things. totally agree with you. So that's you. what I think Paige's intention of. I think Maya wanted to make it about her a little bit and wanted screen I time. I think she I actually think, was trying to break them up. And so, <laughs> oh, I think Maya doesn't want them together. I don't think she likes. But I think it's she's like, been, think about the relationship collateral you but, have with Amanda Maya. But she doesn't love Kyle. She doesn't have any history. She doesn't even right. probably really love Amanda. Right. I think Sierra was kind of in the middle of both those yeah. things. I think Danielle was probably more on the line of Paige. Right. She has a history. But I was just kind of I like... I would have loved for Hubs to have been in this conversation. Me too. It would have been interesting because she's very loyal to Kyle. Because part of this, I, I get it. Um, at the same time, this should never have been done at the house. This should never have been done at the summer share. It should I think not. They were just all together, but yeah, it should have been done on the last day, especially when they have to leave. Yeah, it should not have been done at the summer share with people who don't have the same connections to Amanda and Kyle that Paige and Danielle do. I think it would have been best if uh, Paige and Danielle had a conversation with Amanda. Yes. Because they have the history That's, of it. I thought this was, the way it was done was, we're going to, we're going to sound off on Amanda's relationship because we know what's better for her. I didn't get that. I didn't get that at all. I, I, I wrote, I think they're still good friends and I feel like it was a good conversation and because Paige kind of drove it, it could have, it could have gone that way if she wasn't, but yeah. I, I didn't read it that way. I read it as they're literally thinking you're getting married in a month yeah and no, y'all I, are I, unhappy I, listen fuck. i totally agree with what they said no, i know 100 percent agree with what they said if i was kyle and i would have good reason to say this stay the fuck out of my relationship but that he can't because they make their relationship everybody's business because they are coming to their they are coming into this house and they're making their relationship front and center for everybody to have to deal with yeah, but it's still not ownership. It's it's still there. It's still it still only involves them those two. It does, but like it can be comfortable for everybody in this house dealing with them fighting and being put I, in the middle. Hundred percent agree. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's them two in a relationship. It is. Yeah, yeah. But I think what I see, I think Paige and Danielle see the. Um, I, I I agree with what they said. I, I but I think it's I think it's you know Kyle said it. It truly is, y'all. It's an intervention of someone who's in a relationship with an alcoholic. That's right. What, let's call that for what well, he even is. he even called it. Now he called it. They didn't say that. You're putting, and I don't even think they would say that. I don't think they. I don't even know if they know that. Right. But that's what. That's why they did it this way. And, and the thing is, you guys, I don't have. I don't object to what they said at all. It was the way it was done, and the way. He found out they were all for talking about him and their relationship. And as someone, and I could see Kyle going, no wonder he fell apart because this is someone saying who's already stressed about their whole relationship that mm -hmm. you don't, who told, which he told Danielle in confidence. And I know that Danielle thought she had to go to them because she mm -hmm. was worried. But what that winds up doing is for someone like Kyle, who is so fucking fragile. Mm -hmm. There's no way where he can go.
I'm I'm kind of on the other side of it. I I don't have any empathy for Kyle. He's already so fucking fragile because he's the one that everybody has to dance yeah. around to placate his billing feelings. I don't care about his feelings really anymore in this relationship because he they both treat each other terribly. Yeah. I don't even really care that much about Amanda's feelings anymore in this relationship. I think I think I'm trying to think about it how how I I would have felt pretty attacked too. For sure, but uh, for sure, I think he would have felt attacked. I looked at it again. I know they didn't see. It. I looked at it. It was intervention style because Amanda's not going to see the point of this if it's Shh. not an intervention. If but, it was just Paige talking to her, I don't think it would mean as much. But I, I, but here's the thing: intervention is with people who really mean a lot to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Agree. But I guess in the premise of the show, and I'm sure producers probably said. Hey, you all should get together yeah. and talk about it and create this moment because it did feel. I mean, it was, I guess, in a way, helpful what Maya said. But again, it's like, but Maya, no, you no, know, Maya made it about her we've relationship. Never seen, we've never seen Maya and Amanda like have a one-on-one real conversation or hang out. No, so it just felt like somebody who just showed up giving their experience, right. but they don't know them at all. That was the only moment where I was like, okay, I appreciate. Thanks for your share. But, you know, what do we do with no, this? No, she said, I just don't want, I know how I felt, and I felt I was raced, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, don't transfer this. It didn't have, I don't think that experience had anything to do with this And experience. what's weird is, at the end, Amanda said, Amanda said what almost what Kyle said. I just want, it's hurtful, but I want you guys to be happy for me. Yeah. And... That's the thing why... Well, she made it... It was sad. She made excuses for him the whole time. Of course she did. It was really... That's why, that's why I'm saying, I think... You said they're being good friends. If I would have taken a little bit back, you you, you said, yes, an intervention is the only way it's going to happen. It's not going to happen at the summer house with people who Kyle doesn't consider significant to him. Yeah. And even for Amanda. But I also wonder if probably during the week, they think probably um, that she wouldn't be able to get away... Because they're work, they're always working, and they're so enmeshed. I wonder I, if they feel like they. I don't. I'm just speculating. Yeah. I don't know. Is that why? I'm sure again, producers are willing to, to do it, but do they feel like they couldn't get away in New York yeah. to do this? Yeah. No, it, that's a good point. It felt just like. I think it is. You're right. That people, I wish she would have waited at least a you, weekend. You say that their relationship has been the topic of the house. Yes. Do I think they have a right to weigh in on it? I don't know if I do. I I think Paige does. I think Paige and Danielle do. Because okay. he said it to Danielle. So he's bringing Danielle into this. I agree. Paige is in the wedding party. I would, I would, if you were very unhappy and you were, and you were getting married, I would say to you, hey, are you sure you want to do this? Because I just want to make sure. Because right. like Paige said, I love you. I love Kyle. Yeah, I'm not against anyone. I just, just want to make sure. To, yeah, if and you want to back out of this, if you have second thoughts, right. that's okay. You're going to no, be okay. I had no problem for what Paige said. Yeah, it was mostly what Sierra and Maya, and even what Danielle said a little bit. Although it was more of what Paige said. Yeah, Danielle. It's didn't just kind of like this is not something people who do not know the two of them intimately should be even discussing. 
What I'm telling y'all, what it is, it's classic. The reason why there, and it just kind of dawned on me, the reason why there's not a lot of good drama between all the cast members in the house is because it's fucking everyone's paying attention to and dance around the person who's the alcoholic, which is Kyle. Okay. That's really what I see. And I know that's like right. therapist but, brand, no, no, but that's no, no. totally I think that's what I fine. See. They're all dancing around that him. Is, that is never going to be addressed as no, an issue of no, this season. No, but just the dynamics of what right. we're seeing, I think that is... 100% the dynamics that we're seeing where the guys are completely we saw how avoidant right. they were of everything and they're never going to talk to Kyle about that it's it's to me it, could we, I we sound can, like we I'm can, too I'm like anti-Kyle I'm really kind of I, I, uh, I don't think you are okay good I because I want I are like that it's Kyle's responsibility Amanda's got a lot of responsibility in this and she treats Kyle honestly the guy all the guys could go to Amanda and have a conversation with her and say, hey, the things you say about Kyle, and it's not, I, they could do it too. I think everything that was said, I think was fair. It was the context and when it was done. Yeah, I would have waited. I think even if they did it at the summer house, wait a week. Yeah. Like let things sit a week and then next weekend, maybe like organize your thoughts. and Because yeah. it was very. Um, it seemed staged, which made it feel fake to me. Mm. And so that's why it, I felt it felt very. I felt it felt not stage. I actually thought it felt too fresh, too emotional. I wish that Paige would have gathered herself. She did a great job. I'm gonna give yeah. her like a good nine out of ten. But um, again, if it was just, I wish she could have had a little bit less. Uh, try to be less emotional. Yeah, I I think but, it also lowers the stakes because we know they are married. That's it. That's too. The, their their announce their marriage was announced, and it's kind of like it just and, makes me sad. And I'm in that place where kind are of like recording. Okay, you know they seem to be making it work, even though it looks gross to me. If someone did this to me and talking about my relationship, even if I've had to have some fighting, mm -hmm. and I would have been like. I think my first thing with Kyle, and he did not say this, is first of all, and he did say this a little bit at the birthday party, how about you rally for me as my friends? Mm -hmm. That's exactly what I would have said. Mm -hmm. Instead of, um, and because and my first impulse is, none of this is your business. What happens is between me and this woman. Mm -hmm. And... What's weird is that's what it felt like Amanda wanted to tell them too, but she can't because they're her good friends. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know if Amanda knows what she wants. <clears throat> no. I think I, she's so focused on Kyle yeah. that she doesn't know what to tell them. Um, but let's let's go back to that was the big thing, you guys, this kind of intervention from uh from four of the women uh to Amanda. Yes, 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 that yeah. was a big thing. And then the birthday party. We'll talk about that later. Um, but it's the, it, anyway, what's your first tea bag? Um, Robert needs to grow his hair out again. I don't like him with a buzz. Y'all, he look. he's attractive with long hair. Yeah. And when he has short hair, he looks like someone that's going to be an extra in deliverance. Yeah. Just, it does he does it's, not look it's good. It's a little skinheadish for me. It too. does not look good. It's not a good look for I think maybe if he gets like maybe just even three inches of growth on the top, but a buzz cut is not good on him. And this is coming the, from someone a buzz cut is not good on me. The hair didn't work for the long hair didn't work for me either. It needs a style. It needs 
Because he has kind of limp hair. Yeah. I'm saying I think it a needs, half between. Something yeah. that comes out that we can just put a little grit in but it. But he's such a dude. Like he doesn't that, really care about how he looks. beach stuff for your hair that you used to be that obsessed with. That was 20 with. years ago. You were obsessed with I that. I was obsessed with Y'all, it. And it, it made my hair look amazing. Anything that said beach hair. Oh, we were was, so into it. You would Y'all, buy you all know that you were shit. into beach hair. <laughs> you bought all that shit. Um, my, my fucking thing putting is... putting it on a credit card and eating a fucking turkey sandwich. Oh, yeah. Um, so I want to talk about at the party when this chick comes up to Sierra and goes, hey, have you ever been with a girl before? And Alex is like, so should I leave? Alex is like, I'm, and, and the girl's I'm never like, going to get laid by the her. The girl's like, scram! Scram! Scram, penis! Move! <laughs> I'm going to get me some Sierra. This guy can't get a break. Uh, after this, he I doesn't would be deserve like, it. No, after this, he's, I'd be like, uh, yeah, dude, this is a sign. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Honestly, when he showed up at Kyle's party with a shirt, I first went, who's that? Because I'm not used to seeing him with an actual shirt on. Yeah. Didn't recognize him. It, isn't, it, isn't it so interesting, the disjunction between the people in the house who have joined, besides Andrea, because he kind of fits in a we little better. Thing. Well, but it, that's just his personality. His personality does his fit in His extroversion yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fits in. <clears throat> The new people with Maya and well, Alex have such such a hard time this you're season. You're not going to make a dent in this house if you're not a party person. No. If Carl my, was coming in this season, no. Carl would be a dud. My, Maya just left the party because she said she was cold. <laughs> yeah, and what Paige said, hoes don't get cold. Hoes don't get cold. Cardi B says that. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's right, y'all. If I'm out and I'm and I'm dressed in something hoish, I'm not cold. That's why you don't go out in something hoish anymore. That's true. That's true. Now my blood's thinner. Now your blood's thinner. What's your next one? I don't know if you noticed this, y'all. At one point, there's this guy who's talking to at the party who's talking to Amanda and like holding like double fisting some beers. Yeah, I rewound it. If you look closely, y'all, it's someone with an earpiece. They're just partying with the fucking crew of this. <laughs> I don't. That's I how don't professional this crew said. And then I looked at someone and I went, "Wait, I think she has like a walkie on." Mm-hmm. They're just partying up with PAs. There probably wasn't enough people to show up. I wonder if they're having because of COVID to make it look like parties. This if was they're just because of this domination party. It was quite party, sparsely attended. Only like two people were d- dressed up in dom gear, yeah. and the rest were in fucking jeans and t-shirts. And y'all, if you've seen like Fourth of July barbecues like, and stuff, it's. I, Hacked. I think that's it. I think the crew just was like, well, we got to turn up at this party and act like we're drunk and dancing. So it looks like there's people here. It does those, sound like this season's trying too hard. Those poor supervising producers are like, I put in yeah. too much time for this. Agree. Anyway. Um, um, yeah. So that was my, my thing. My next one is the whole scene with Craig. And this is interesting, you guys. Craig's acting dickish like he always he does. does. He does. And he's saying things, well, I don't like that. You're, you're kissing Andrea. I don't like how Paige, I don't like who Paige becomes when she's with Craig. No. I'm not liking it. I think, though, if they were to get in a relationship like they are in now, it would answer a lot of questions for I her. better. Because I think at her root, Paige says, I don't want to be, I'm okay to play around. She, she's, she can't do that. She gets emotionally... I think it's hard for her to do that. She's upset because she's crying uh, because of this. And she says... Well, he he hangs up on her. Yeah. 
It's just childish, y'all. He treats her like shit. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. And they... Uh, I don't like it when you hook up with other people. Meanwhile, she he's just... fucking Kristen she Kellery. She kissed someone. Yeah, and he's full on fucking... So it's a huge double standard. Yep. Huge. Um, They are texting in the morning. Uh, anyway, that's my... That's what I have to say about that. Well, it's... um. Well, I just want to add to that. I don't feel like... um, Y'all... Again, I know where you're coming from, but sometimes when Paige was crying and Mai was like, look at her saying, stop, stop, don't you waste tears on him. That actually can shame people. I didn't like that. I don't, y'all, sometimes, I mean, if you have a, a, if you know someone really well, but sometimes when someone's crying, y'all, don't shame their yeah. tears. When they're in that moment, be like. I, I understand the impulse that. Because, yeah. But it's not. <sighs> I think that's out of yeah. I think that's out of movie speak, and unless you have like, um, I feel like more you and I could do that because we have twenty years of friendship. Right. It, this is it's not earned. It's just it it. I just I wanted her because if she had said, you know, kind of like I'm so sorry. Why is this so painful for you? And and no. Paige would have come around to what she said. Like, I really like him. And I'm coming to deal with that. I really like this guy. Maya it's, has been very vocal about not liking most of the men in the house. Yeah, I think she's just... Except she's, for Carl. She's bringing a lot of, I hate her my own, ex-boyfriend her own right issues, now. Yep. So I'm not really into guys right yep. now. Um, so I just wanted to add that. I just, that, um, I didn't love that moment. Um, what was my next teabag? I love it. <laughs> I love it when Sierra and Paige are in that room. And this is, uh, they're totally Paige, this is after, kind of that night when she's like, I gotta talk to Amanda, and they talk about it at the pool and whatever, and then she goes back in her room, and she's like, I don't know what to do with Amanda and Kyle, what should I, this is before they had the talk, and yeah. she's like, what should I do? And when they hear him, they're like, she's coming! And they both run, run to the, makeup the mirror table. and put on makeup. I think all of us have our go-to. What's your go-to when someone comes in the room and you don't want them to know you were up to something? Um, I think I would, what would I do? I think I'd be looking at my phone. Okay. Yeah. I'd be looking at my phone. Um, I think if somebody else was in the, actually doing a tap step, a time step, tap dancing. If we were together and if I had makeup around me, I would grab makeup and just start putting it on you. Yeah. That sounds about right. Or if Poodle would say, no, Maddie, remember this part of that song number. It's a da, 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 da. Anyway, I um, just love how we slip in. I just love that. Uh, I love their friendship. Me too. That's it. That's we're uh, we're going to take a quick break. Oh, yeah, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the next day. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but... That all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? 
or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I got to tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, 
and even keep going queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, Play us out with a little bit of our song Finch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality Gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy They had Burger King. They did. They had Burger King. That felt validating. That you like shamed me for talking about Burger King, and then Carl wanted Burger King. No, I just. What do you think of that? I think I think it is people want Burger King when they're at their weakest point. So I, I maybe I maybe I, <laughs> maybe I was telling you you're not at your weakest point yet. I was rallying you, actually. <sighs> yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, that was it. Rallying. I want to say that the next morning, y'all, they all get breakfast sandwiches. And I need to say that a breakfast sandwich is the best thing in the world. They're good. It is, like, if you don't like breakfast sandwiches, you're missing out on a lot. There's some people who don't like eggs, and I, I get it. But God, I love a breakfast sandwich. You do. I would eat a breakfast sandwich every day if I could. I like them, but they are, they're your... They're oh, it's best hangover food in the world. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. In the world. In the world. Um, I wanted to, this is kind of offsetting that conversation because this happened next day. It's after the conversation, all the girls have the conversation and they leave and it's kind of Amanda and Kyle. Um, it, I'm glad because we find out later, it's just such an example of Amanda says something. I think it's really important, y'all. If you're in your life and you say this, She's like, it's just, this can't keep happening. It's the same cycle all the time. Right. 
Y'all, and my, Kyle cries and he says, I'm trying. And then the same thing. It's the same cycle when he cries and she, she comforts cries. him. She, it's, yeah, it's such oh, like, it's like, it's very textbook, frustrating it's to watch. And, shit. and so, but it's also, y'all, if you're watching this and you see yourself in this, I wrote, this is a point when you need, a, I'm just telling what I want someone to tell them. And I hope. They did go to a therapist, so they they they, they, did, they talk about it later, which I'm glad because I yeah. hope the therapist told them it's okay that you don't know how to fix this, right? Because I think when we're in a relationship and it's two people, we think we got in a mess, so we should be right. able to figure it out. But y'all, you didn't get into a mess with somebody else. You and the ten other people you dated before, and the ten other people they right. dated for, got you in this mess. So that's why, or, like, and, or your parents think comparing your, parents, your relationship to your, your parents, grandparents who fucked yeah. your like over your parents. It is not for you to fix if you're doing the same thing over. What is that thing about insanity? Insanity is the same. Insanity thing. is doing the same exact thing over and over again, thinking you're going to change. Yeah, expecting the same result. Expecting the same result. Yeah. So it's I just want to say it's okay for you not. And I'm. I wrote, God, they need to go to fucking therapy. And I was so, I was really happy when they, they did. I have been going. Um, because I thought, in some sense, he said, Kyle said they had been going, but Kyle, I guess, said it wasn't working. Or Something he wasn't like that. happy with it. Which, I think he still needs to process some stuff. He's got a lot of anger. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, anyway, I just wanted to say that. I It just, I saw... In my own situations, when I'd been in situations, and I was like, "Why can't I fix this?" You yeah. Know? Anyway, I just wanted to say that. Um, What's yours? No, my. Uh, I just got something that skeezes me out, and I just need to bring it up, and maybe it's nothing. It has to do with Andrea and Paige, and every time he sees her, whether it's like a headband, you're so cute. You're just so little. You're just so little. Mm-hmm. It. It infantilizes her for me, for him. Mm. And it's just like like that's how he sees her is something that's little and needs to be protected. Yeah, I think and I mean he's Italian. Like Yeah, yeah but it just skeezes me a out a little bit. It doesn't bother every time. me, but um I wasn't focused as much on him because I was so grossed out by Craig this episode and the yeah. way. But I get it. Uh, see, again, you're seeing them he, in analog you're seeing Andrea and Craig as as options for her. And I'm saying he will never be an option. I don't think he's an option for her because he, um, he's just not. Uh, he doesn't live. All this is when he says, Paige, you'll be my wife. Y'all, he, he's not. He, he says, oh, I imagine when I'm like with, with down the line with the woman. No, you will have to conquer and trap him. It's the only way he won't be. He will not say, I want to settle down with you. I think moreover, I just don't. Regardless of him, just the person he is, I actually am coming to terms. It's, I think he's, I think Paige is more right for him than he is right for Paige. Like, I yeah. really think for Paige, and I'm not saying Craig is the right person for Paige, so I'm not doing the either or either. I'm saying I just think he is just not, I don't think. He, he doesn't challenge her, I think, nope. uh, 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 intellectually. I'm not saying he's dumb, he, but just the way no. he processes the world, it's not challenging for he's, her. He's all can, he's all talk. And you can too. see that she's bored. Yeah. She's getting bored. She she loves the sweet talk and everything like that, but it's all it's all an illusion. Yeah. It is illusion. It's an illusion. I think they're why is Jesse on that tell off? That's so stupid. But I'm I just wanna y'all 
Andrea, Andrea is a pretty face, and he, but he's always going to be a fuckboy. That's true. Yeah, he is. And it's just, and Craig is a fuckboy, but Craig's got a lot more heart. From what, maybe it's because we know him better. I actually, I think the only reason Craig is a fuckboy is because Craig is, was in a sea of fuckboys. Yep. I don't know if that's his nature. Yeah, I don't Whereas think it is Andre, either. Andre, it seems more like his nature. Andrea. Andrea, sorry. Um, that reminded me, though, real quick, y'all. If you, we said kind of on, uh, I think we posted a little bit on Instagram, and we said in our Before the 90 Day show, we planned on doing a video of Darcy and Stacy this week and putting out that podcast this Time week. got away from us. Well, not really time. Um, really, uh, not a lot happened in part yeah, one of the tell-all. It kind of was just one beat of Georgie. So we decided we're just going to wait and do all of the tell all of Darcy and Stacy next week. So that's a little that's PS gay for you. We didn't do any announcements or anything. We just launched we jumped into this in. Thing. Um come I, see us in Portland and Seattle on March eleventh in Portland and March twelfth in Seattle. Go to our link tree link and buy your tickets. We can't wait. We can't wait. We're excited. Weather better be good. It's gonna be forty three and rainy. Great. You know what? Forty three I can handle. I'll take it. After Polar Bomb, <laughs> Cyclone Bomb, whatever it's called. Um, later on, anyway, what's your next one? No one can resist Carl. God, he gives good date. When he, when when he, he just walked over and kissed her. Oh, you guys. It moved, y'all. If you're not. My dick moved. I'm going to say this. It's not even a sexuality who you're attracted to. If you're not into Carl, you're not a human. Oof. Men, women. Some Labradors all want to fuck Carl. <laughs> Most Labradors. Most Labradors, y'all. Um, I want to talk about the also the scene with Lindsay and her her. She came to this wonderful realization. If she freezes her egg, she's like, so maybe if we eliminate the biological clock that's ticking in me, I can actually find the man who's right for me. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. If yeah. you throw away that timeline of she's taking away the timeline of marriage, and she still has because on on Andy Cohen, they he brought that up and talked about that, and she talked about. It. She said, "I just got with the right guy. I'm just happy to be with someone. I've let that timeline oh, go." Oh, that is so good to hear. Maybe they will make it. I was very cynical. I'm going to make you watch it. Maybe I'm not doing another summer house with you unless you do. Fine. Anyway, y'all, because of her AMH level, I'm 28. I got 28. ex of a 28-year-old. I love that Daniel got so excited with her. Lindsay put a meme about no, it. She said, have a best friend that gets as excited about your ex. They've been friends for a long time. They have time. been friends for a yeah. long time. And that's, that's Lindsay's ride or die. It is. So it's why... It's why when you you questioned when why Danielle was even there last with our first season of Summer House, you needed to see her in the earlier seasons with with Lindsay. Yeah. You'd get it. It still would be fine if she wasn't there this season. She doesn't do much. <laughs> she doesn't do much anymore. You know, it's also better now because last season she was working the entire she time. She was working, working a on lot. QED reports. She was working a lot. Oh. Yeah. It's much better now that she's not working. Yep. Yeah. What's your next one? Um. No, that, that's a, actually, that's it. That's all I have. I just want to talk about Everett, because Kyle's birthday party, Everett shows up, you guys. I Not think he familiar. was in the first, I know he was in the first season. He might have been the first two, we maybe guest seated. He was Lindsay's boyfriend. That's how we, we, we introduced him. I've always had a soft spot for Everett. I think he's hot. It's, um, 
because he has a nice dick. He, he's a very nice dick. Yeah, he looked really why. good on the first season. Doesn't look as he looks kind of scuzzy now. Um, but anyway, y'all, too skinny for me. I'd break him. Everett was. Uh, Everett was. <laughs> Lindsay just says in true Lindsay fashion. Or they ask her, "How was the wedding?" And she goes, "Great. How was the bondage party? <laughs> How was the bondage party?" Okay. My favorite exchange. I do love when Kyle gets up and makes his little whatever speech um and kind of is drunk and shading people and Lindsay just goes what the fuck did i miss <laughs> it was so good you missed and, a lot and i will say Lindsay peak hubhouse is season 1 and season 2 of yeah. of especially season 2 it is messy as fuck cuz when Lindsay. they showed like old clips of her and Everett you're like Whoa. oh that is her that is her at her messiest That's when she's, when she's like i'm going to go sleep with another guy in his bed and naked and do things with him <laughs> that was that's what a it's a great I'm going to go to guy's house and sleep with him in his bed and have sex with him. It was a really it's peak hub house it's peak hub house you need to fast forward through all the other blonde girls um, oh yeah, like the twins. The twins. God, what are their names? Brandy and Candy. Might as well be same thing. Uh, they they they're kind of the forgettable moments of of season one. <laughs> we'll get to that later, maybe. And yep, then Paige and Hannah come in uh, season three. Oh yeah, and Hannah. then and then everything kind of gets spicier. You know, it's uh, Hubs did say on the Andy Cohen thing, and I agree that she said that this fucking was, Jordan. She comes said in this was the three. best season for her and Paige. She Who? said this is the most. Uh, Hubs said this is the most Paige and I got along this season. She's like, she's really. She didn't say it, but she said it that basically Paige is way more fun without Hannah. Oh yeah, definitely. But it was no Hannah and Lindsay. Never you can got tell along. Lindsay works in PR. She she like. Peppered it masterfully. Hannah and Lindsay were like oil and water. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Definitely. That's all From I have. day one. Yes. Um, do you have I anything else? That's all I basically have is we do. We did say at the end that Kyle is. Uh, he basically says there's a lot of opinions about uh, our relationship until you've heard. This is the wrong time to do this, y'all. This is the wrong time to say these things to your friends. It's wrong to say it to the friends. Especially when you've been drinking. And also what he doesn't realize he's doing. Y'all, yes, the friends came to them. And whether you agree or not that that's appropriate or not. But Amanda validated everything her friends said to Kyle and said that's how she felt. Right. So on a deeper level, Kyle thinks he's shading her friends. But he's actually invalidating yep. Amanda's feelings in no, front that's of true. everyone. It's a dick insecure move. It is a very insecure it's move. A very insecure move. Um, I think if I, they've the, got a long the, road to the work women. Out. It was. It's interesting because the women, the women who were talking about Kyle and Amanda, the only one who was worried about what Kyle was going to think was Danielle because. Danielle has the most history yeah. with Kyle. She knew he would have a problem with being talked about in that way. Yeah. And so I wish that, and even though Danielle said she was part of it, but I think she would have rather done it a different way too. Yeah. It just, but that's the way it happened. Yeah. I'll be interested to see is this, y'all, it's becoming the plot point of are they happy or not? I think Lindsay will keep out of it. I don't yes, think she's going to get involved in that at she, this, the rest of the summer. Listen, if I was in that house, I'd be out of it. 
I would not be yeah. involved in someone's relationship. Well, she's Hubs really isn't that. Cl- she's actually closer to Kyle than she is to Amanda. hundred uh, percent. Her and Amanda. That's because that was the friends. Yeah. Anyway, the show's become very interesting. Well, I since- did like this episode though. Eh, it's boring. The show. The show's become very different since season three. It's not a fun party show anymore. It's not. No. It's not. It's not stupid people doing stupid things anymore. It's kind of getting. It's well, it it started off as that, and I think they they want they they think that people want more conflicts. Here's what people want: people want soap opera. Yeah, they don't they don't want things to get too real on I think, you. I think and this a, Amanda Kyle thing is too it's fucking too, real. It's too real. It's just too real. I agree with that. Yep. I so, Bravo, if you're listening, this is too real for all of us. I'm telling you. The best thing to happen to Summer House is Amanda and Kyle and Carl to leave. I agree. That'll never happen. It's never going to happen because Winter House is already Amanda and Kyle. Well, Kyle, and no hubs. Kyle will never let it go. No. He won't because he wants to promote Lover Boy. Yeah. And no hubs, y'all. No hubs in Winter House. <sighs> all right, y'all. You can go to realitygaze.com. That's where you can find all of our information. Go to our Linktree link. That's where you can find out our live show information. Uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcast. And um, y'all, I think that's it. And remember, remember, y'all, if you are, if you're trying to hit on, if you're trying to hit on a woman and finally get your Mac on and you're about to go in and make your move. And if a very aggressive lesbian walks <laughs> up to you and tells you to get the fuck away, you just look at her and what do you say, poodle? Who's Tracy? Who's Tracy? Tracy? And the slow part at the end. In September, they'll all go back to their Google Hangout, their Zoom and their Slack. And even though summer came to an end, they'll continue to be best of friends on Insta. Summer's nuts because of these sluts. But, oh, what are you going to do? That summer Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 